Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one email-filled minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. I'm Scott Corelli. And today, and, the emails yep. keep on coming. Yep, for minute 115, which once again starts and ends with credits. Um, but we're also starting with an email by... Uh, they didn't give us a real name, so I'm just gonna give them. I'm just gonna call him Frosty. Um, so, okay. so Frosty sent us an email uh, and said, sent us a few questions. And the first one is, "What was your favorite minute to talk about?" Oh, jeez. I'll, I'll be totally honest. I don't remember most of the minutes we talked. About. I don't remember the minutes, but I remember like conversations. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think. I think. I think. All things considered, I think my favorite minute is still the minute where Doc screams 1.21 gigawatts and runs into the house. Oh, yeah. And like, because that has everything that has, is she pretty? Uh, yeah. It has Tom, Tom, I can't do it, Tom, it can't be done. Yeah. Yeah. What's a gigawatt? I like, yeah. <laughs> what the hell is a gigawatt? Yeah. That um, great. Great. I think, that's, I think that's my favorite minute. I think so. Now my favorite moment in the show, like that's a little different, like because I love, I love the, I love the uh, the Mister Fusion conversation. I love figuring out that like Marty killed his parent, George killed his parents. I don't even remember how that started. Now, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just we've had such tight guests, like we've had such fun guests. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 excited because there's only going to be more stuff to talk about in the next movies. Yeah. You just know? it's going to get weirder. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're, we we're not even on the movie yet, and you can tell like these past couple of weeks we're just starting to like oh we're starting to see this new country. Yeah, yeah, we're starting to ramp up for for part two, and and it's just like oh man, there's so many new things to talk about. Like, I mean, just yesterday we created Beta Marty. We created like yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I think I think uh, God favorite minute favorite minute to talk about i don't know that's that's really hard yeah. that's a really hard question but yeah that one minute with everything is is just really great that's like the minute i yeah. would show people of just the movie it's like look how much fun this is yeah 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 and i and i think that um i mean the other thing that you guys you guys have to know is like when we the thing about this show is that it's not time sensitive so people are still discovering it now and we'll get like random comments or or like twitter responses or references or whatever to like early episodes and they just they'll reference something and i'm like i have no idea what they're talking about but i guess that's funny like <laughs> it's just it happened so long ago at this point that i it you know it's it's gone i mean that's for us this show, we can't keep it all in our head all the time, um, which, um, which is why I'm glad we have you guys. Right, totally. To remind us exactly. of what was. You remind us of all the cool stuff. What was your favorite minute? Yeah, comment and or tweet us like what was your favorite weird quote or just thing that happened. Yeah, because uh, we, totally. we had like we had that we had that really cool gif made of, uh, of uh, when Marty was like not gonna die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be so funny anyway. if it, they made like frames but then like quotes like frames of the movie but then like a quote from like the show oh yeah <laughs> yeah um all right so then uh frosty's next question uh what mundane headcanons do you guys have about the back to the future characters uh example 
Doc's favorite food from Burger King is the Whopper Jr. Marty owns at least three pairs of Converse. Biff shops at Hot Topic. You get it. Yeah, I mean, oh my god! Like, I mean, we've, I mean, we've, we've had so many. Like, George can talk to rats. Right. Uh, well, that's not mundane, though. Oh, that's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's definitely not mundane. I think. All right, let's let's do this. What do you think everyone's favorite movie is? Okay, cool. Uh, I think George's favorite movie is um, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Okay, I think, all right. I think it's I think it's Planet of the Apes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I bet those are both right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I, – or, or you know what? I think it was – no, I take that back. Well, I don't know. Do you think he's more – because they're the same year. Do you, think he, do you think George is more of a Planet of the Apes guy or a 2001 A Space Odyssey guy? I think he's a Planet of the Apes guy. Okay, I agree. So then do you think he loved Star Wars or was he more of a Star Trek guy? I think he loved Star Wars, but I think he is a Trekkie. I think he likes Star Wars. I don't think he went as crazy for it as everyone else yeah. did. I, mean, I think I think he was like, oh, finally, sci- science fiction is mainstream, but it's a thing that I that it's not the kind of science fiction yeah. that I like. George seems much more of the like Isaac Asimov, like Arthur C. Clarke, like golden age. Right. You know what I mean? But only to a point because I don't think he likes pretension so much, which is why I think he's a Planet of the Apes guy and not a 2001 Space Odyssey guy. Uh, because 2001 way. is less science fiction and more like – Tree of like, Life. Like, yeah, it's like more of like a like a visual poem or something, yeah. you know? I'm seeing Which I don't think tonight. he would be as I'm into. I'm so excited. Right. I think he saw Planet of the Apes and the end of Planet of the Apes like changed him forever. Man, my, one of my favorite – I don't know why I'm talking about Mad Men so much this week, but one of my – Oh, that scene where they go – they watch Planet of the Apes and they're like, you want to watch it again? They just God, that is just – ah. So good. So yeah, good. I love that. Ah, I love that. God, I miss that. Um, <laughs> so, so okay. So so we're thinking we're thinking he's a Trekkie. Yeah. And and he loves Planet of the Apes. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think For Lorraine – okay. I think 50s Lorraine favorite movie was like the Philadelphia story or it happened one night. But I think 80s Lorraine's favorite movie is An Officer and a Gentleman. Officer and a Gentleman. Interesting. I think she like went to go. You know Lorraine saw Titanic like four times. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I'm trying to think what, like, what, what other romantic comedies. Because she definitely would be into like a romantic movie. Oh, yeah. Totally. I mean like anything with like Tracy and Hepburn. Anything with Cary Grant. No, yeah. but then again, no, I don't I think she was more of like a Brando get girl. Yeah, maybe. She likes bad boys a lot. I mean she loves right. Calvin. Right. So I think like Right. James- I think she loved romancing the stone. Sure. That's definitely your favorite Zemeckis movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Yeah, I, I, I think that that's Gone with the I Wind, she- maybe, but you think she loved Gone with the Wind? Ah, no, I doubt it. Too long. I don't think she would have the patience for it. Um, probably. Um, breakfast at I Tiffany's. Think, eh, maybe that, Breakfast. When that comes out. Yeah, right. Oh, is that not out I think yet? it was like 16. I think she really likes Splash. She would love Splash. Yeah. Man, Lorraine's going to love the 80s. Yeah. Well, Splash, Splash came out in 84, so she would have seen it. She would have seen that by now. 
Yeah, so I think she I think she likes Blash. I think she made um, I think she I made think... Dave and and Lorraine. I mean not not Lorraine. I think she made all three of her kids see uh ET together. Yeah, I could see that. I also well and and George would want to go too yeah. cuz yeah. I I also think that she loves Star Wars. Yeah. And sees it as a thing that she can share with George, not knowing that George isn't as big of a fan of that. Yeah. Oh, I bet George. <laughs> I bet George has seen every episode of The Twilight Zone like twice. Yeah, probably. Probably. He's a big Rod Sterling uh, guy. He almost kind of he almost kind of dresses like a Rod Sterling. Yeah. Was Rod? Uh, I think Rod Sterling was like the J.J. Abrams of the sixties. Yeah. I think I think Lorraine also really likes Annie Hall. Sure. Oh, you know what? You know what Lorraine's favorite movie is? Grease. Yeah, totally Grease. Yeah, it's Grease. Her favorite movie is Grease. Hundred percent. Um. Okay. Uh. Who Who else? Who else? Uh. Let's talk about this whole Lorraine thing is just one giant edible complex. Yeah. <laughs> what about um Biff? What's Biff's favorite movie? Uh. Uh. Um. What's what's his name? Patton. Really? Or Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> oh wait, no, we know Biff's favorite movie. He's a Western guy. Oh yeah, so it's probably yeah. Like... He likes the Clint Eastwood Western. So it's supposed to Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, probably. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, or or one of those. That's that's his jam. Mm-hmm. That's right. All right, so that one's easy. All right. <laughs> yeah, we knew that one. Um, what about uh, what about Marty? Uh, I think Marty's favorite movie is Saturday Night Fever. Really? I don't know. When did um, when did uh, Spinal Tap come out? Eighty. Eighty. I think eighty. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Trying eighty-four. Eighty-four. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Spinal Tap. He probably thought was like the funniest thing he'd ever seen. Yeah. Um. Marty reminds me, like, Marty seems to me like a guy who... He goes to the movies on dates. Yeah, he goes to the movies on dates, and I think that he's that kind of guy who, like, he has, like, a new favorite movie, like, every year. Sure. Yeah, he's a, he's a regular guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably... So I think his current favorite movie... Star Wars. In... In 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 1985, I think was Spinal Tap. Okay. Um, probably. Be... Oh, you know what else? I bet Lorraine loved Princess Bride. Oh, Lorraine loved the Princess Bride. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. What about what about Doc? Doc's Doc's gonna be a tough Doc because I don't know that he would go for science fiction as much as you would think. I think Doc's would. favorite movie is Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> Why? Or like Casablanca. I yeah, I could see him really liking. This is romantic. Yeah, I, I think he would like like a big sweeping romantic thing, but then he would also like like the guy being like the cool guy, like the kind of guy that he can't be. Oh, you, you know? know what? I wonder if he really got into like. Remember how all of the Jules Verne novels were like turned into movies during the fifties and sixties? No, I bet he hated all of those. Ah! Because it wasn't anything like the book. Ah! I think he went. Yeah, I think he left all of those disappointed. You think he liked Around the World in Eighty Days? I doubt it. Ah! <laughs> Stop. 
He's like, he's afraid. Stop, we're trying to watch a movie. Jesus. He's not even saying anything. He's, he's afraid of them. <laughs> um, or like uh, Dr. Zyvago. I really love Dr. Zyvago. I think, I think, I think. 1776, like the musical. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, I think he liked, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. Doc, Doc's a tough one, I think. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing sticking out. I think he really liked the apartment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet he just loves Jack Lemon. I bet he does love Jack Lemon. Some like it hot. Yeah, Jack Lemon is like this weird combination of like Michael J. Fox and Christian. Sure, <laughs> that's interesting. Put them together, and you have CC. He's just like he's like you know, Marty. If we ever had a kid, it would be a lot like Jack Lemon. <laughs> Doc, you say that every time. <laughs> it doesn't never stops being true. <laughs> every time, every time they're watching like the Odd Couple. You know, Marty, <laughs> if you and I had a baby. Like and if and if I and, and if and if Biff and I had a baby, it'd be Walter Matthau. <laughs> I've, I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> like like way more than I probably should. Oh man, you know, uh, God, imagine. Um, do you think I, I bet I bet I bet Marty liked the Bad News Bears. Yeah, probably. Everyone likes the Bad. News. I think he liked the Bad News Bears, but I bet he was disappointed that they lost at the end. What? Yeah, I wanted to watch the team lose. I would have just played baseball. He probably really loved Karate Kid. Oh man, he probably has. He probably has like the Daniel San like headband. Yeah, I bet. I bet his favorite movie is Rocky. Oh god, yeah. I bet he has a Rocky poster on his wall because he because yeah. he is he every. I mean, look, I'm convinced every guy. The reason Rocky's the best movie ever is I think Rocky Balboa is like the soul of every like guy. I I don't think that's inaccurate. Like, do they? Because that's how every guy sees himself—just like this big weird lug that no one understands that just needs love. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, uh, listeners, tell us what you think everyone's favorite movies are. Um, Jennifer doesn't have a favorite movie. Well, we don't know Jennifer that well, you know, yeah. and it's and it's hard to get a handle of her because. We get another Jennifer in the sequels, and she doesn't really act like the old Jennifer. So at all, yeah, it's 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 difficult to get a get a handle on her. Yeah, you um, know, who really, you know, who really gave zero shits about the last performance was uh, Don Cheadle. About the what? About about like I'm I'm just I'm just thinking about that now. Like he 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 did not even like try to act like a little bit like Terrence Howard. Oh oh yeah yeah that's true. Um, but speaking of Jennifer, uh, Frosty's last question is: What if Jen? What what would have happened? Like a what if? What if Jennifer had gone to 1955 with Marty? Also, what if they had both gone? I think we talked about that um, in the previous episode. Yeah, a little bit. They would have had some hilarious hijinks between Lorraine and uh, you know. I can't decide what would be better if Lorraine and um, Jennifer didn't get along, or if they really, really got along. I don't know. Like if, I don't know which. You know, would be really better. funny. Is I think I'd want them to really get along because I I wouldn't want to see that side of Lorraine. You know, what'd be great is if Lorraine thought that Jennifer was like the coolest girl ever. Yeah, kind of kind of similar to what kind of like similar to her uh, attitude towards Marty. What if she kind of has like almost like a girl crush? You know, where it's like, oh my god, yeah. teach me everything about how to be cool like you. Yeah, <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. <laughs> Jennifer's like, fuck. Uh-huh. I don't know. 
<laughs> All right. Hey. Well, uh, thank you, Frosty. Um, you probably thought you'd get more discussion out of that last question, but we did talk about it a couple episodes back. So um, earlier this week, I think we talked about that. So the next question Wait, that, could, the be next a, that could be a really good movie, though. Like a girlfriend goes back in time to fix like the boyfriend's family. So she only has like secondhand information to go off of. I don't know that that I, I don't think the stakes would be high enough in something like that. I think it would be difficult. And the, I don't know. Um, the mom has a ring, but in the center of the ring is uh, the uh, one of the Infinity Stones. Oh, oh, OK. There we go. Now we're talking. Stakes. <laughs> um. So this this next uh, email comes from Kelly. Uh, Kelly asks, um, let's see, question may be more appropriate for the end of the next movie, but here goes anyway. Okay. Uh, all right. So after Marty leaves 1955, Doc celebrates by dancing around. Um, although we don't see it, we assume he then starts packing up his equipment, getting ready to go home. While doing so. He probably sees all the torn up pieces of letters scattered around and he gathers them up and tapes them together. He actually, no, he, he puts them in his pocket. Um, after he tears them up, he never drops them. He just tears up the letter and then uh, the, the, the cable falls or whatever, distracting them. And then he shoves all the pieces in his pocket before heading to the clock tower. So they're in his pocket again. They're just torn up. So he, he doesn't need to gather them Interesting, Doc, that you put them in your pocket. Uh, I think reflex, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Also, he doesn't want a litter. He's not a litter bug. Anyway. Littering! Uh, at, at the end of the second movie, Marty, who has just received the Western Union letter from Doc in 1885, rushes back to town and intercepts 1955 Doc right when he's celebrating the disappearance of the DeLorean. Doc promptly faints. Marty loads him up in his car and takes him home, and Doc apparently doesn't regain consciousness until the next morning. That means he was prevented from gathering up the piece of the letter. Oh, okay. Well, th- that that's that's the thing. He doesn't he doesn't drop the letter. He just tears it up and then he shoves it back in his pocket before. When, when the lightning strikes and knocks the cable down, uh, he shoves all the pieces back in his pocket. So there you go. Like a fallen star. Uh, also, yeah. Also, in in response to uh, Doc taking Einstein to the future. Uh, Friday night, but not appearing with him Saturday morning. When he returns from Marty, he left. Oh yeah, he left Einstein in a suspended animation kennel in the future. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ! Yeah, it's haunting. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He put. She put. They, they, Kelly put a quote in that said, uh, "He never even knew I was gone." And it's like, oh yeah, I remember that line. That's he right. never. So, yeah, he never I remember knew. everything. <laughs> so thank you Kelly uh, for emailing the show um, the next one comes from Christoph M okay. from uh, from Lee, Lee I, I'm not going to pronounce this right and I am so sorry Christoph uh, Leon Lee, Leonding Austria oh. Leonding Austria um, hello Austria yeah Christoph says, I'm an 18-year-old student from Austria. I first saw Back to the Future about two years ago, and I've seen it many times since then. The last time I saw it was on Back to the Future Day last year. They played all three movies in our local movie theater. So that brings me to my first question. What did you do on October 21st, 2015? 
Um, I, I believe I bought the the video game was re-released on PS4, and I bought that and played played a bunch of it. Uh, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think we recorded that day too. We recorded a week of Back to the Future minute. Yeah, I, I, I think I think I do remember saying like Happy Back to the Future Day like on the podcast. Yeah. You know what else I think I did that day? It could be wrong. I think I saw Bridge of Spies. In October? Didn't it come out in October? Did it? Let's see. I don't know. Let's on. I don't remember. But yeah, I think, I, think, um, I think I don't. I know I didn't do anything specifically. Well, I kind of couldn't do Back to the Future related stuff because I didn't want to watch the first movie and I didn't. <laughs> I mean, that was the thing, right? We couldn't watch any of the movies because we already we're like doing this minute to minute thing and we didn't want to get sick of the movie. I mean, that would probably never happen, but you never know. Oh, Brid- you don't, Brid- you don't- Bridge of Spies came out October 16th, so it is entirely oh, possible okay. that I saw Bridge of Spies. All right. Well, there you go. Um, so that's that's what, that's what I did. He also says that he's thinking about doing uh, The Shining Minute, in, in oh, which geez. case I say that would be really cool, and I would I would listen to that. You know, people, I'm sure... Unless you're doing it in your native language, in, in which case I wouldn't understand it, so I don't know. You know, I bet some people have watched the shining minute by minute but they did it like alone in their hotel room (laughs) with a with with a ball of string connecting it's about the native it's about the native americans man (laughs) Uh, have you seen that guy's second movie the guy that directed room room uh 287 or whatever uh yeah the The nightmare yeah Yeah. oh it's so good yeah it's pretty good i like that one uh, our final email comes from Michael F, uh, who says, uh, Hey guys, I love the first season, uh, if you will, of the podcast. I figured I would share some random ideas, possible topics you guys can talk about during the credits. That's assuming, of course, you guys haven't already talked about any of these. All right. Well, okay. we'll find out. Here we go. Say yes or no. Okay. I think I remember you guys talking a while back about spinoff TV shows based on the Back to the Future universe. Yes. Oh, you remember correctly. <laughs> Uh, such as ones focusing on telling more stories about what happened right after Marty left 1955, uh, for instance, the adventures of George and Lorraine or of Doc, and maybe one show focusing on the stories about the other weird citizens of Hill Valley. Both of those are correct, and both of which he loves. Uh, if there was to be some other spinoff show based in the Back to the Future universe, for whatever reason, what would you guys want it to be about? Or... Are there any stories or question you guys want the comics to address? I've actually I have thought about this. Oh sure. I think I think what I would want. Okay, so this this is weird because it it actually doesn't really have anything to do with the movies. Okay, At some good. point, just pitch something, Scott. Yeah, no, no, no. At some point. I would like it. So I don't want to get too far into it because I, I think it's going to be worth discussing when we when, when and if we get to it. At some point, I would like to like if we were to ever do because, you know, like Star Wars Minute does like live shows every once in a while. So if we ever got the chance to do like a live show somewhere like at a convention or whatever, something like that, I'm not saying that it would happen. I doubt it will because we don't have near the listenership that Star Wars Minute does. But um, if we ever did. I my pitch would be that we would watch all of the content from Back to the Future of the Ride and and our live show would be about that. And so my idea for a spinoff is in Back to the Future of the Ride, the, the gist of it is that you were you were at um, 
like Doc Doc Brown has opened a um his own like sort of like science center. Uh and so I kind think like it would be cool. No, not like unit. It's it's like a uh uh it's 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 like a um it's like it's like a like an institute. It's like it's like a Dr. Brown School for like en- en- enigmatic youngsters. Yeah. Science school with Doc. Yeah, it's called the Institute of Future Technology, <laughs> and it specializes on in futuristic inventions. Okay, so and and it's just like a bunch of wacky stuff, and I don't I don't want to get into like the wacky stuff that's in, that's part of like the Q, um, like the the line videos, because uh, again, that'd be stuff that we would talk about if we ever cover it on the show. Because if we ever do a live thing, I would want to do that. But, um, in that, in that case. Uh, I think it would be cool, like, to do a show about the Institute Institute of Future Technology. So, like, like a sitcom. You know, kind of like remember better better off t- better off Ted. Yeah, with like, but like Scott with like with, with Doc as like the uh, the Dumbledore or like the head of the institute. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe he's like, like just like a wacky like wacky like community kind of style sitcom about the about like a team that work at the institute of future technology or you know what if like there was like uh if he had actually like passed on and there's just like a great like john hammond style statue of him like yeah (laughs) that's really sad though okay um Um, (laughs) (laughs) but that way you get to like you know i don't know um uh i've always wanted to really write uh i really i would love to write like felicity but with lorraine Oh right, like yeah. You've talked about that before. Like it, right. it starts with like her first sem- her first day of college. Yeah, and like, oh god, I just I I just I just love Lorraine as a character so much, and I just really want to write. Uh, I really want to write for her. Um, that's that's a really good one. I like yeah. that one too. I mean, you know, like the rise and fall of Jailbird Joey would be great. Yep. Um, yep. Just like the Better Call Saul of Hill Valley. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, although, although that could be that could be uh, Jailbird Joey could be you know one of the characters in the Hill Valley show. That's true. Yeah, I mean, there's the universe of characters in this. Just, just, just the style of world lends itself because it just rides that line between big and unrealistic, right? You know, because like they're just arch enough to be like really entertaining, but they're also just human. Right. It's all based in reality somewhat, like a heightened reality. So are there any stories or questions uh, you'd want the comics to address? Can you think yeah, I mean, like, we, we, we talk about it so much on the show. But, like, you know, I would love to see, like, Jennifer and Lorraine hang out. I would love to see, yeah. uh, like, anything involving George and Lorraine in college. Or, like, you know, the, the freaking, like, how, you know, I, I want, like, a I want like a, a, a Jason Bourne-style adventure of Doc and Einstein in Libya. Yeah, uh, um, I would like to see. Uh, we talked about last week um, the idea of like what Biff was like immediately after he wakes up in nineteen in nineteen fifty five. That that leads him to becoming the guy in in nineteen eighty five. Yeah, this horrible like reek like Chris Christie, right? You know, just like this right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I I think that there I think there's a there'd be a really good 
like you know we we keep bringing up like that looper 30 years montage <laughs> yeah you could do you could do that in comic form oh yeah it'll be like the pizza dog issue of hawkeye yeah that'd be really cool i would also like to see i think i'd like to see marty's wedding to jennifer yeah that'd be cool I think that'd be fun. Like if there was like a little mini adventure that he and Doc went on and like Doc being Marty's best man. Yeah. Like Yeah, that'd be really cool. Einstein being the ring bearer. Yeah. Um, I'd also weirdly I'd like to see and this sounds sadder than it probably really is, uh, but I would like to see Marty at Doc's funeral. Because Doc's a time traveler. So Marty or so Doc dies at some point between 1985 and 2015. So I would just want to see him at that funeral and just being and, and being there to show his respect, but also knowing that he's gonna see Doc again because yeah. Doc's a time traveler. It's it's, so. it's almost like it, it it's almost like <laughs> he's not that sad. I mean right. he is, but he's like it's like it's like he's like more sad in theory than anything else man this is it for you yeah also kind of weird in retrospect that uh they assume the doc would naturally die by 2015 well i mean he's in his 70s in 1985 oh yeah i forget that he's not christopher lloyd's age Um, right right um so uh oh um you know what else would be really cool is anything involving alpha and beta gens I would I would love for the comic. Oh yeah. I would love for the comic to get a little bit meta and just try and it. deal with the two kinds of gens. Yeah, yeah. yeah just like th- that'd be really. That cool. just seems like something we would do now. Yeah, totally. No, I like that a lot too. Uh, next question. Uh, also, you guys have mentioned a few times who you would cast in a Back to the Future reboot, which makes me wonder: Are there any other actors or actresses you would love to see play any of the Back to the Future characters that you haven't mentioned yet? This is all hypothetical, of course, so any actor, actress is on the table that we haven't mentioned yet. You know, I was thinking about this today um, or last night. It was last night. I was thinking about this because remember Jason Reitman used to do those live readings? Absolutely. I think he still does. Yeah, but he's never done Back to the Future, Yeah, which I find bizarre. That's really interesting. I I think maybe it's just because the movie's so visual, but then he did Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of dialogue in Back to the Future. No, yeah, I, I mean, there's can... a lot of... Uh, okay, so in the Jason Reitman live reading of of this, uh, Mae Whitman is Marty. No, I, I Ellen Page, right? Because he got oh, her Oh, yes, okay, so Ellen Page is Marty. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know who would be really great as... Uh, well, Mae... Get Kate, Kate McKinnon as Doc Brown. Doc Brown, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> ah, fuck. Uh, oh. I don't know, sorry. Um, don't say that. <laughs> um, May Whitman would be a great Lorraine or like, dude, imagine Aaliyah Shawcat as Jennifer. Oh yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Or, or, uh, oh, do, uh, the, the broad, the broad city ladies as, as, uh, like Jennifer and Lorraine or something. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, uh, who would be George? Who'd be a good George? George. Um, George is so tough because he's so specifically Crispin Glover. Danny Pudi. Maybe. Because you almost need someone just to do something completely new. Yeah. Jay Baruchel. Yeah. Who? Jay Baruchel. 
Jay Baruchel? Uh, yeah, maybe Jay Baruchel. Jay Baruchel kind of works. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah would be really fun. Michael Sarah would be good. Um, I also I'd love to see Nick Frost as Doc Brown. Yeah. Whoa. Be fun... You know who would be a great George? Uh, Giovanni Ribisi. Oh yeah, he'd be pretty good. That'd be a good one. Now, now, now let's let's do this. What if you did an all black cast? You know, because he did that with uh, Reservoir Dogs. Remember? That's just... <laughs> that would be. So... I I have nothing against that. It's just imagine the 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 fact that he would only have done those two. Oh yeah. Well, he did. <laughs> he just... did the gender swap Ghostbusters before they did a gender swap Ghostbusters movie. Oh remember? really? No. Who who was that? Oh yeah, he did. Uh, he did an all-female Ghostbusters. And he said Ghostbusters like twice. Because he, he? he did one where Seth Rogen was uh, was Vankman. Oh. Uh, looking up. Um, For my next all-black reading, Back to the Future. Let's see. I think he did. Yeah, because he did a Ghostbusters with Seth Rogen, Jack Black, and Rain Wilson, but I'm pretty sure he did an all-female one as well. That sounds so. Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, like, I'm sure it was good, but like, uh, uh, I, that that that's what the movie was going to be, you know? Yeah, he did. Man, he did so many good movies, and he never did Back to the Future. That's so weird. Maybe he's saving it. I don't know. Well, he would have done it like last year, then. Oh, he's already done two this year. Wow. Oh, which ones did he do this year? Doctor Strangelove and the Maltese Falcon. Please tell me who was in Doctor Strangelove. Uh, okay, I'm looking. He did. Let's see. Doctor Strangelove was Josh Gad oh. as Lionel Mandrake. Oh, okay. Um, oh, this was guest directed by Mark Romanek. Ah, oh, that's that's really interesting. Yeah. So it was Catherine O'Hara, Patrick Stewart, Seth Rogen, Shia LaBeouf, Colin Hanks, uh, Johnny Knoxville, uh, P.J. Byrne, Olivia Wilde, and. Fred Willard and Fiona Apple. That's a really good cast. Who who is Doctor Strangelove? Um, where is it? Uh, Patrick Stewart was Doctor Strangelove. Did he play all of the characters that Peter Sellers played, or were all those? No, different Catherine actors? Catherine O'Hara played the president, and Josh Gad played Mandrake. the captain. Okay, yeah, Mandrake. Dope, yeah. dope, dope. Um, yeah. I love that. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, he never did. Uh, he never did that. Though he did. Apparently, he just did another Princess Bride, and he did Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Who was which, Ferris Bueller? Uh, Fred Savage was Ferris Bueller. Okay. Um, Martin Starr was Cameron. That's perfect. Catherine Reitman was Sloan. Oh, that's fun. Clark Gregg was Rooney. <laughs> okay, that's that's pretty great. Uh, Mae Whitman was was uh, Jeannie. And uh, Michaela Watkins was Grace. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then James Vanderbeek was Charlie Sheen's character. Uh, that's cool. I love how much Jason Reitman loves Mae Whitman because that's how much we all love Mae Whitman. Um, yeah. For some reason, he did Princess Bride and he got Carrie L. West to play Wesley again. And I'm like, what's the point of that? Oh, I thought he played Humperdinck. No, not in this. Not in the recent one. Okay. In the recent one, he played Wesley again, and Patrick Stewart played Humperdinck. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Um, uh, who, who would Donald Donald Glover played uh, Vizzini in that one? Oh, that's great. Yeah, Donald Glover would be would be Black Marty. I, I was gonna say, I if we if we're doing an all black cast, it would either be Marty. I mean, it would either be Donald Glover or um, uh, the actor from uh, from Dear White People and Everybody Hates Chris. 
Oh, yeah, he'd be pretty good, too. I forget his name. And The Walking Dead. Yeah, and he was The Walking Dead, right? I don't know. Um, um, Lawrence Fishburne would be a great doc. Uh, I don't know. No, Lawrence Fishburne would be a great Strickland. Yeah, he would be He would be a good Strickland. Honestly, uh, like I think Keegan-Michael Key would be a great doc. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Oh, I'd like that. Yeah, that's pretty Kiki good. Palmer could be Jennifer. <laughs> that's good. Zayden like Williams. That. Oh man, he did a he did an American Beauty with Adam Sandler as Lester. Oh my God, really? Yeah, that sounds incredible. That's bizarre. Wow. All right. Um, I want to graduate with Jay Baruchel as Benjamin, and Sharon Stone as Mrs. Robinson. Man, I wish we would make good movies again. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find this Ghostbusters because it's going to bug me. Um, because he did it twice. Ghostbusters. There it is. Uh, oh, that's the Seth Rogen one. Jordan Peele as uh, as George McFly. Yeah. Ghostbusters. I thought he did an all female Ghostbusters. Apparently not. Oh, you know who'd be a great George McFly? Jamie Fox. Uh, I feel like he would just do Electro. Why it would be great, Scott? Oh no! <laughs> enough of that. Uh, uh, oh, oh, of course. Uh, uh, what's his name? Finn. John Boyega. Is, yeah, John Boyega's Marty. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be really. Harley Quinn is George. Oh no! As I was, I was gonna say as as Marty. Then get get him as Marty and get Donald Glover as George. Oh, that would be great. There you I go. I miss, I miss, miss, miss comedy Donald Glover. Yeah, so like you got flash. Although he was pretty funny in uh, in the Martian. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, lastly, he says, if no one else has asked, uh, I'd like to know what some of your favorite moments are in the first movie. Uh, yeah, we we talked about that. Um, talked about that last week. That's stupid. I'm kidding. <laughs> or I mean, last episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's, 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 uh, yeah, we talked about that. We talked about, it's that minute with, um, Doc screaming 1.21 gigawatts and running into the house. <laughs> favorite mo- mo- moment in the movie, our fin- favorite minute. So, um, all right. Is this our final well, episode? No, no, no. We got one more. Okay. Well, yeah. bye. Yeah. <laughs> we got one more. Uh, so we'll be back on Monday with our final minute of the of the podcast uh in the meantime you can go to our website back to the future minute.com leave comments comment on other people's comments all that good stuff let us know who you would cast in a remake of uh in a hypothetical not never going to exist non-existent remake or if it makes it easier in a like a live reading you know like we were talking about which you know those are fun because they're just like a one-time thing and you don't have to deal with the fact that there there a remake exists you know mm-hmm. um so back to the future minute.com for that uh you can also email the show contact back to the future minute.com we're on twitter and tumblr at bttf minute and you can like us on facebook uh and leave comments there as well if you don't want to go all the way to the site you just want to leave comments on the on the on the facebook people do that uh you can also find us on itunes and subscribe to the show there uh and uh, if you leave a written iTunes review that will uh, 
make it so that we will for sure come back April 18th. If we don't get 50 iTunes, written iTunes reviews by April 1st, uh, we will we if we do not, we will return in June. If we do get 50 or more than 50, we will be back April 18th. Uh, so it's like a two and a half month difference, basically. Uh, right now, as of this recording, I think we have 21 reviews, written reviews. Hey. So we need like 29 left, or not 29, 19, 19, right? No, 29. I was right. 29. We need 29. Um, so we're not quite halfway there. Uh, so go and uh, leave a review. And while you're there, go check out our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion. Our Doctor Who podcast, uh, in which we are tackling every story, classic and new, uh, one Doctor at a time. So we're doing the first sto- story by every Doctor, and then the second story by every Doctor, and then the third story, by- and so on and so forth, until presumably the end of time. And uh, then Geek by Night, our original audio drama that uh, we uh, executive produce and I created and we write it and we, 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 we direct it and do all that stuff. So it's a, it's a thing. It's fully cast. It's got sound effects. It's fun. It's fun. Go listen. Uh, it's about uh, five, five best friends who run a comic book store together and also have superpowers. It's, it's silly. It's fun. It's good. Go, go check it out. And uh, also, of course, as always, check out the other podcasts in the Minute Family, Star Wars Minute, Goodfellas Minute, and Jaws Minute. And we will talk to you on Monday. Bye. With our final episode. Bye. Bye.